she gone? Don't care how long she stayed. Don't care how long she gone, no. Yeah, how long she stayed. She's a rolling stone. She'll roll back home someday. Good evening. I feel fine. Thanks for asking. That was that Rolling Stone, it was called, a song by Robert Wilkins. He was singing it. He wrote it, too. The Dodo Marmarosa Trio, the great piano player Dodo Marmarosa, in the trio setting, did Mellow Mood. My name is... Uh, I'm in a Mellow Mood. You're here. I'm not going to get all excited tonight. I, I, I'm, I'm through being agitated all the time. I'm going to relax. What did they say? Ch- chill. I'm going to chill. Whatever that means. Anyway, this is Courtney, the old kind you here at WFMU. And, you know, I, I thought maybe I'd share the secret to longevity with you. That's how great I feel tonight. Because many people ask me how I've managed to live so long. Especially how I've managed to outlive 
dozens of WFMU staffers who are so much younger than me. Well, let me just discourage, uh, discourage a certain line of speculation. It has nothing to do with the fact that they had crappy musical taste and that I exercise sublime taste in the musical selections offered on this program. That's a peculiar gift, but it's not the crew. To longevity, surprised, aren't you? But uh, now the answer's a little bit more mundane than that, but I'll share it with you anyway. And again, I know what you're thinking, but you're wrong. It's not bourbon. It's not cigars and various vices. Those things help, but they cannot guarantee longevity. So, uh, oh, oh, you know, by the way, speaking of vices, many WFMU staffers, this may surprise you, maybe it won't, I don't know, maybe you hang out with the WFMU staffers, many of them, past and present, smoke cigars, especially the lady DJs. <laughs> yeah, in fact, there's a group of lady DJs at the station who organized a Cigar of the Month Club. So they, 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 I, I know who they are. It's Kelly Jones. There was Sheila B. That's Sheila with one L. Uh, Olivia. Uh, Sue Braun. Uh, Mona. Uh, Therese. And Susie Hot Rod. But by the way, Susie Hot Rod is not her real name. Her real name is Michelle. Michelle Hot Rod. Michelle with three L's. The second one is silent. Now, there's also other lady DJs in this club, but I forget their names. Anyway, so they get together every week in a ladies-only lounge above the WFMU executive suites. And these ladies, you know what they do? They light up. That's right. They smoke choice cigars. And they gossip. And no men allowed. <laughs> And I'm fine with that. I believe ladies should have their own friendship societies where they can get away from the men. Or, and, and vice versa. Anyway, this WFMU Ladies Cigar of the Month Club, these smoking hot women, I, 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 Lola Bell Pancake, my assistant, she's, a, she's an honorary member of the group, but she doesn't have the free time to attend. I keep her busy. Plus, Lola Bell... Uh, runs her own talent agency, the International House of Pancake. These other ladies who in the club, they, they have a lot of leisure time because they're married to rich men who, who keep them in lives of luxury. One of them, I'm not going to say who, is married to the heir of a petroleum fortune. Another, I'm not going to say who, is married to a gangster who controls the music business, and if you interfere, he will break your legs and steal your royalties. So, well, you know, this monologue has gone on a bit long, so I'll have to share the secret, uh, my secret, to longevity in the next mic break. Because, <laughs> because right now, speaking of the ladies, we have a very important announcement from our staff announcer, Gus Bodenheim, who wishes to announce this announcement. Now, Gus, as you might imagine, is a big hit with the ladies. So, he has an announcement to announce for the ladies. Here's our announcer, Gus Bodenheim. Gus Bodenheim here with an extra special announcement, an open letter, if you will. Dear females, 
You ask my reaction to the peevish plaints of a loud minority of disgruntled dames who claim to have uncovered evidence of sexism in my work as a voice artist and acclaimed author. The chorus of distaff approbation seems daily to swell into an ever more shrill crescendo. I find myself virtually beset by harpies, whose once dainty hands now reach, claw, and clutch my metaphorical manhood in a symbolic attempt to render me a figurative gelding. Now I can understand occasionally feeling a little testy, but this is nuts. Like the old Kajar himself, I face accusations of patriarchal palaver, which in my case are, like the very bosoms of the bra-burning battle axes of yore, clearly unsupported. Of course, I can't speak for Courtney, I lack the necessary incoherence. But I ask this, is it sexist to create a range of fictional women folk, some of whom are admittedly minxes, some harridans, some slatterns, just as in real life, but many of whom are winsome plain Janes of the most unobjectionable sort. I have done exactly this in such novels as The Coed War Letter, Nympho Swap Harem, and the Pulitzer-worthy and Book of the Month eligible A Fistful of Chalk II, The Tightening. Is it misogynistic when in, say, an elevator, to note the toil some gal has expended trying to make herself attractive and acknowledge same by raising an eyebrow, affecting a coy smirk and quipping something on the order of, my, aren't we gussied up today? Lucky for you, I'm Gus. Well, if such friendly witticisms are old fashioned, then pour me a double. You see, I do have some Italian blood and we're very expressive. Now, is it toxically masculine when rude frails call the station with insubordinate commentary to explain to them that speaking respectfully will get them a lot further than frenzied hysterics? I think not. And to you, the sane, the reasonable, and in that company I include many women, young, old, attractive, and, well, otherwise. Let's face it, I'm no animal biologist, but I know a dog when I see one. <laughs> To you all, I give my word as a Bodenheim to always call things as I see them, and or to read copy as written, despite the niggling, picayune censure of a few ill-mannered, gynocentric estrocrats. I am Gus Bodenheim.
That something in the air Makes us feel that we don't care How it clings Everyone sings Wanna go places and do things Why do girls wear scanty clothes Little dinky bibs and bows Show a lot of these and those Springtime's here again Why are couples coy and shy Why do they just sit and sigh Hoping that the grass is dry Springtime's here again Birds are singing, joy bells ringing, good times bringing you. In the season, there's a reason for the things we do. Why does our tomcat go on spec? Wear a blue bow round his neck and come home looking like a wreck. Springtime's here again. Why does Mrs. Brown set to make her parlor look quite new and press the lodger's trousers too? Springtime's here again. Why do puppies bark and bite, trot around the trees in sight and wag their rudders with delight? Springtime's here again. Birds are singing, joy bells ringing, good times bringing you. In the season, there's a reason for the things we do. Why do lovers whisper let's, then look over masonettes and ask the price of bassinets? Springtime's here again. Why does artful Mr. Binks call on Miss Matilda Jinx and want to play at tiddlywinks? Springtime's here again. Why do cocks crow loud and shrill, giving all the hens a thrill and new laid eggs get cheaper still? Springtime's here again. Joy bells ringing, birds are singing, good times bringing you. In the season, there's a reason for the things we do. Why does our curate, Mr. Stocks, call around on Goldilocks and rattle his collecting box? Springtime's here again.
I've fallen in love with you. I'm taking it badly. Freezing, burning, tossing, turning, never know when to laugh or cry. Just look what our dumb friends do. They welcome it gladly. Passion in a dromedary doesn't go so deep. Camels, when they're mating, never stop themselves to sleep. Buffaloes can revel in it, so can any sheep. Why can't I? Any little fish can swim. Any little bird can fly. Any little dog or any little cat can do a bit of this and just a bit of that. Any little hawk can neigh and any little cow can moo. But I can't do anything at all but just love you. Any little cock can crow. Any little fox can run. Any little crab on any little shore can have a little dab and then a little more. Any little owl can hoot to wit to woo and any little dove can coo. But I can't do anything at all but just love you. Across the brink, you've chained me and bound me. No escape now. Where's the grape now? When is the funeral going to be? Whenever I stop to think, see nature all round me. Then I see how stupidly monogamous I am. A lion in the circumstances wouldn't give a damn. For if there were no lioness, he'd lie down with a lamb. Why not me? Any little bug can bite. Any little bee can buzz. Any little snail on any little oak can feel a little frail and have a little joke. Any little frog can jump like any little kangaroo. But I can't do anything at all but just love you. Any little duck can quack. Any little worm can crawl. Any little mole can frolic in the sun and make a little hole and have a little fun. Any little snake can hiss in any little local zoo. But I can't do anything at all but just love you. I meet your apron strings again. I know there's room for me upon your knee. Bring back all those happy hours when you kiss my tears away from day to day. I thought that I was right, but I was wrong. Please take me back tonight where I belong. Sing a cradle song to me and then. Won't you tie me to your apron strings again? Again, 
That was uh, Riley Puckett, and singing the song called Tie Me to Your Apron Strings Again. I have a great version of that by the Brock Sisters. I think I brought the disc tonight. Maybe I'll play it later on in the program. No coward before that with any little fish. We heard the junior Hawaiians, Jim and Bob, with the song of the range. George Formby celebrating the season, the springtime's here again, and Barney Kessler's All-Stars, did Slick, Chick, I'm Courtney T. Edison, the old codger, on WFMU every Tuesday night playing the 78 RPM records for one hour. Now, earlier in the show, I said I'd reveal my secret to longevity uh, in this mic break. But, but, but it's going to have to wait. I have some more pressing business. You know, I was listening to Gus Bodenheim's obsequious apology to the ladies in his life. And, and the ladies who desperately want to be in his life. And the ladies who used to be in his life, but who discovered that there was more to life than being a dishwasher or a doormat for an incorrigible scalawag. And anyway, look, we have other news on the Old Codger Radio front concerning our staff, commercial, announcer, and literary dynamo. Did you see the scoff quotes around literary dynamo? You see, Gus... Bodenheim, I read in uh, in in Publishers Fortnight uh, Publishers Fortnightly. That's what it's called. Yes, I don't subscribe, but Rummy Delbarton does, and he brought over the latest issue. It's the Publishers Swimsuit issue. Anyway, I read in there in Publishers Fortnightly that the publisher Simon and Schuster they have rejected the manuscript for Gus Bodenheim's next book. The title of that book was supposed to be A Fistful of Ralph. Now, according to Simon and Schuster, it was actually it was an editor there named uh, Chase Mousley, uh, who is quoted in the story. It appears that Gus largely plagiarized himself. He lifted entire pages of text from one of his prior blockbusters, you've heard of it, A Fistful of Chuck, uh, and he just changed Chuck to Ralph. Entire pages. At the previous work, A Fistful of Chuck, was published by Del Barton Books, where Simon and Schuster feared damage to their company's reputation. They did not fear damage to Gus's reputation. A man can't lose what he does not have. Anyway, Simon and Schuster uh, have returned the manuscript to the author with an extensive list of revisions that must be completed before they will consider Gus's contract fulfilled. And it starts with changing the book title. You know, the strange thing is, A Fistful of Chuck was also subject to charges of plagiarism. I, I don't know how that turned out. 
and you know, he mentioned earlier, I haven't read it, but uh, that book's alleged sequel, A Fistful of Chuck 2, The Tightening, I haven't read it, because I, I have not received it. I was supposed to get an autographed copy, but uh, maybe someone in the post office um, intercepted it. Well, I see I'm out of time for this mic break, so I just have to share with you the secret to longevity in the next mic break, because we got to get back to the music right now on the Old Codger Radio Show. I cannot stand to see you scoop that man. Tell me, Mama, can I scoop for you? Lay down to it, Papa. Ah, if you don't believe I can scoop you right, take me to your house and let me spend the night. Come on, baby, can I scoop for you? I couldn't let you do that, baby. Oh, Mama, let me scoop for you. Pretty Mama, let me scoop for you. Tell me, baby, can I scoop for you? Mama, did you drive me wild? Scoop me, honey, in the latest style. Come on, baby, can I scoop you? I've got that 1933 style, Papa. Well, three bottles of liquor, four bottles of gin. You can't scoop, you can't come in. Come on, Mama, can I scoop you? Oh, boy, you rung my number. Well, Mama, can I scoop for you? Pretty Mama, can I scoop for you? Tell me, baby, can I scoop for you? Scoop for you. Sometimes, maybe. Ah, baby, let me scoop for you. Pretty mama, let me scoop for you. Come on, honey, let your daddy scoop for you. Oh, man, oh, man, I want your daughter. Scooping out daily for a dollar and a quarter. Come on, baby, can I scoop for you? More than that now, baby. I scoop none since we last spring. Tell me, pretty mama, can you scoop that thing? Tell me, baby, can I scoop for you? Ain't that a sin and a shame? Oh, mama, let me scoop for you. Sugar, let me scoop for you. Come on, baby, can I scoop for you? Oh, baby, that's me. I ain't scoop none since we last fall. Can't you shake it like a cannonball? Come on, baby, can I scoop for you? Come on, let's go see. Oh, sugar, let me scoop for you. Baby, can I scoop for you? Come on, mama, can I scoop for you? Maybe. Ah, pretty mama, can I scoop for you? Sugar, can I scoop for you? Come on, baby, can I scoop for you? If you know how I want it, yeah. Well, peaches on the table and apples on the shelf. Can't do the scoop, mama, by myself. Come on, baby, can I scoop for you?
You're gonna need that pure religion. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Gonna need that pure religion. Hallelujah. You're gonna need that pure religion. Pure religion will carry you through. You're gonna need that pure religion. Hallelujah. Goodbye, mother, don't you moan. Hallelujah. Goodbye, mother, don't you moan. Hallelujah. Goodbye, mother, don't you moan. You may know I'm going home. You're gonna need that pure religion, hallelujah. Oh, goodbye, Father, don't you cry. Goodbye, Father, don't you cry, hallelujah. Goodbye, Father, don't you cry. You may know I was born to die. You're gonna need that pure religion, hallelujah. Come backing up to my door, hallelujah. Hers come backing up to my door, hallelujah. Hers come backing up to my door. I ain't gonna see my friends no more. You gonna need that pure religion, hallelujah. Now goodbye, Father, don't you cry, hallelujah. Goodbye, Father, don't you cry, hallelujah. Goodbye, Father, don't you cry. You may know I was born to die. You gon' need that new religion, hallelujah.
And now, here is a timely announcement from Unita Bodenheim. April is the cruelest month, or is it? For National Poetry Month, give the gift of poesy with Del Barton's Poesy Alive Anthology. It's 250 pages of modernish American poetry's unforgettable poetic kits. The ladies men admire, I've heard, would shudder at a wicked word. Their candle gives a single light. They'd rather stay at home at night. They do not keep awake till three, nor read erotic poetry. But you'll keep awake for Poesy Alive, which includes family favorites by Dorothy Parker, Robert Lowell, and Anne Sexton, whose fairy tales are sure to please the tots. Did you see the best minds of your generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked, dragging themselves through the Negro streets at dawn, looking for an angry fix? Well, they'll get it when Posey Alive brings back their fondest childhood memories of schoolroom recitations with Allen Ginsberg's Howl in its entirety, all four quartets of T.S. Eliot, and sparkling poetic gems by Charles Bukowski. You do not do, you do not do, any more black shoe, in which I have lived like a foot for thirty years, poor and white, barely daring to breathe ah chew. And you won't sneeze at provocative verse by literary titans including Sylvia Plath, Mary Baraka, and Ezra Pound, with an exclusive section of his most fascist tirades. Look, up ahead, there it is, the poem at the end of the mind, beyond the last thought rises in the bronze decor. Or so said Wallace Stevens, who did a lot more than look at blackbirds. And so can you when you make every month National Poetry Month with Del Barton's Poesy Alive Anthology of Modernish American Poetry, edited by Flip the Frog. Look for it at Winnetta's Whimsy Shed, Del Barton Premium Specialty Outlet Stores, or your supermarket's fine literature aisle. Pigeons on the grass, alas. Pigeons on the grass, alas.
that was uh, the great Frankie Trumbauer and his orchestra. This is orchestra. This is a small ensemble, sort of, but Big Spiderbeck was in there, you bet. It was called Humpty Dumpty. Um, thanks to Unita Bodenheim for celebrating National Poesy Month. Yes, she's, she's a literary light in the Bodenheim brood. Uh, Lee Sims on the piano did Falling in Love with You. Uh, Josh White gave us pure religion. And Blind Willie McTell and Ruby Glaze did Mama. 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 Let me scoop for you. <laughs> yes. Anyway, sorry. Look, this is Courtney. Running out of time here. I did promise uh, to share with you the secret to longevity. My longevity. My secret. Well, once I say it, it won't be a secret, will it? Well, maybe I just better keep it to myself. But anyway, we were talking about it before, so I'm going to share it. Because it doesn't cost me anything. And you'll thank me. It'll bring happiness to your life. Every day. So, I need to blow my nose first. I think I need to throw this in the garbage. Can't leave it here at the console. I'll be right back with that secret to longevity. Yes. Okay. So, anyway, I'm going to recollect. I would never forget my 86th birthday. Oh, it was a long time ago. I looked in the mirror, and I realized I could die any day. So could you. Doesn't matter what age you are. So I thought, what can I do to make certain... I completely enjoy every day for the rest of my life. I thought about it, and then I realized what would bring me the greatest joy and probably keep me alive forever. I mean, besides listening to 78 RPM records and uh, smoking Rancho Malario cigars and uh, nursing a little bit of sly weasel bourbon and uh, carousing with the chorus dames and, of course, proving my superiority as a broadcaster and beholding the failure of other WFMU disc jockeys. Yeah, anyway, those things are fine, but they won't keep you alive. But the secret to happiness and longevity is every day you must have pancakes for breakfast. That's right, yes, that's it. That's what it is. This is the old codger's secret to longevity. Pancakes for breakfast every morning. I leave all the details to you, what you put in them, what you make them with, what you slather on top. But so far, for me, it has worked. So remember, every day, eat your pancakes. That's right. Keep 
promise her that ride on the battleship. She cried, boo, I'll get even with you. She says, now you may smile, then you may frown, but I can't let you keep poor Winnie down. Do it again. When she was mean, boy, how he used to whip her. He loved her fighting, and she was tough. He had to leave her cause she played too rough. Ship ahoy. Oh, ship ahoy. She knows her cues, and she knows her peace. paraphernalia you brought in this evening? Well, uh, it's a new game that I've been working on. Oh, you've got a cowbell there and uh... It's called Scrabopoly. It's a happy combination of, well, two games. Scrabble and Monopoly, yeah. I thought you could get that. Well, <laughs> not only that, but there's uh, some other little games in there, too. Well, how do you play it? Is it something for two, or is it a... You can, you, uh, well, you can play it uh, by yourself, or you can play with two, three, four, all the way up to five. After well, five, it gets too cumbersome in my apartment. Kind of sticky after that, huh? Well, I only have the five chairs, and if six play, one will have to sit on the table or sure. stand. Well, you want to be comfortable. Uh... But if you have a large home or a big dining room table with, say, 12 chairs, you could have 12 people. Yeah. But I was only speaking for, for the circumstances well, right. in which I find myself well, when I want to play Scribopoly at, at my home. I know I'm sounding like I'm some sort of an idiot, but I don't mean to be. No, well, but I do know that so many mm. people don't, when mm. you say can mm. play, 12 can play, I don't think I have ever in my life played a game. All right, okay. I mean, well, a, a, not a, a game in the house. Yeah. I think with the... How, Fine. How now, do, how do, feel, do you want to tell us how we play this? Huh? Uh, yes. Well, first of all, this is a small whistle. Yeah. And this is a rattle here. Yeah. And this is a deck of marked cards there. Oh, yeah. These here are... Oh, no, those shouldn't be there. <laughs> Look like cookies. Is yeah. that something? Uh, would you like one? Yeah. 
No, you don't use the cookies. But oh, anyway, no. you see, you have the rattle and the dice. Dice. I oh, yes. The dice. Yeah. Now, the dice, ha uh, one die should be loaded so that uh, well, you'll wait. always have a seven on one of the dice. Well, is this a, a cheating game or something? You can like... cheat. You can. Oh, yes, you can cheat if you so desire, if that's the way you want to play. But ordinarily, you don't cheat. You don't play this for money anyway. Okay. Well, so do we now have time you... to do it now? Well, well do how we much time, time to... do you have? I've got about a minute, I think. talking on. Well, <clears throat> you take the dice, yeah. one of them being loaded. Right. Which one is loaded, do you know? This one. Mm -hmm. Can I have that one? Well, do you, no, you can have it after I show you how oh, to play right. the game. Now, you, you roll them out on the table like this. Mm -hmm. It broke, didn't it, that day? Split right in two there. That's the cheapest pair of dice I have ever seen in my life. Terribly cheap. I don't think... Well, we... the idea would be this. Supposing that this set was seven, as it should be if it's loaded. Yeah. And let's say this was four, that would be 11. 11. You'd take your whistle, you'd blow it. Yeah. Like that. Right. Then you'd take the rattle and move it two pegs and move that. Right. Like that. And then you all scrub Opoly or something like that. Huh? Well, if you want to, I wouldn't. <laughs> but well, well, I don't know. I have to, to spend more time. I on you, Mary, but that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, bar none.
But that's going to close out Joe Kaiser's show for tonight. We'll be back next week with more 78 RPM records. I right, just heard Earl Hines, the great Earl Father Hines, and his orchestra with Blue Drag. I want to thank Bob and Ray for contributing a feature to tonight's program. They have been with this program for 80 years. That's right. And they're still vital, as you can hear. And Lonnie Johnson also played Winnie the Whaler here on the old Codger show. So look, uh, Maury is not here tonight. But Maury's Coney Island is It's going to be hosted by Joe, uh, Joe McGaskill. I think he does a radio show playing a lot of crappy music some other day. So he's filling in tonight for Maury on Maury's Coney Island. That's coming up right next here on uh, this radio station, which is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org.
Yeah.